Duggan Hill is supported by Sonnet. Listening to podcasts shouldn't be hard, but so many podcast apps on Android are cluttered and confusing. With its modern, clean design and extremely user-friendly interface, Sonnet makes it easier for those on Android to discover new shows, listen, subscribe, and get notified of latest episodes. Best of all, it's free. Click the link in the description to listen to Duggan Hill on Sonnet. She'll choke on her vomit. Get her on her side. Can you hear us? Blink if you understand. Out of my way. Richard, we need to move. Miev! Is she... She's got a pulse. Dead. I'm sorry. Let's get her off. Blue? I'm ready. Where are you taking her? Well, she can't stay here, can she? Let's get her upstairs. Wheeler! Yeah? I need the first aid kit from the kitchen. On The trees. I... I... I saw trees. Did the others talk after they were... No. No. They mostly screamed. Okay. Ready? Lifting on three. One. Two. Three. belongs to one Llewellyn Gagnon. At the time of this incident at the Hotel Longuevin took place, he would have been just a little over 21. Before this, he was pretty ordinary. Forage club, lifeguard certification, no arrest records. One of the last entries is the most relevant, since it concerns our primary person of interest. May 26th, 1986. We had another accident. I know we got her earplugs. Found them in her jacket pocket. Mr. McVannon asked that I take notes in case someone else wound up like Jeremy and Marianne. So, here we go. Early 20s. Female. At least 10 years younger than the other two. First, the vomiting. That seems to be in line with what Jeremy and Marianne experienced. Same with the dilated pupils, muscle tremors, and sweating. She can't stand on her own, and when I first checked her pulse, it was dangerously high. Thankfully, the sedatives seem to be working. Heart rate's going down. Breathing's normal. She's still trying to talk, but it might be a while before we get anything coherent. If ever. In comparison to the other two, well, folks still think she might make it. So... That's something. She's not screaming or violent. Maybe the fact that we were indoors when it happened helped blunt the impact? I don't know. 
Willard says all the windows on the north side of the hotel are completely blown out, which means if they found it, it's probably in the woods. I'm trading off with Vivian for the night. Need some sleep. Big day tomorrow. I'm not gonna ask you again. My daughter's fucking comatose. Sit down. Calder! Mr. McVannon is busy. Don't touch me. You need to step back. Get your fucking hands Mr. off Andrata, me. Mr. Andrada, I am trying to be respectful, but Mr. McVannon made it very clear that he and Lars need to remain undisturbed while they get the readings. My daughter! I know. I get it and you'll get your chance to speak with him once he's done with his work. I'm not leaving. Well, neither am I. So why don't we sit? Make the waiting a little more comfortable. I think there's a few chairs there that don't have glass all over them. Look, I sympathize with your position. Hmm. Sure. Not easy having your kid like that. You should have stopped her. I tried. Didn't expect she'd be a sprinter. Yeah, well, she used to run track. That's so. My youngest. He was real big on running hurdles. Oh, yeah? Silver medalist. Some real nice scholarships. Wyatt, this the part where you try to get me talking about my kid to calm me down? Is it working? No. Well... You aren't getting in that room, so I guess I'm just making conversation. Sure. She'll be all right, Richard. You don't know that. She's doing a hell of a lot better than the other two. Yeah. I remember. Hell, Jeremy wouldn't stop screaming. Not until you shot him. Yeah. Yeah. Bad business. Had to be done. We could have taken him to a hospital. Now, what would have you told the doctors exactly? And if he'd miraculously gotten his senses back, what do you think he might have said? That's why Calder's keeping you around? Just in case we have to get put down? Nah. I think it's a bit more nuanced than that. And you're certain it's stable? It hasn't moved in the last two hours. Calder! Easy now. Mr. McVan. It's alright, Wyatt. Richard? Why don't you join us inside? You sure? Petra's here. We'll be fine. Do you have it? We have it. You should get some rest, Mr. Stone. We're gonna need you extremely sharp tomorrow. Hey, kid. You're gonna want to take it real easy. We're not gonna lie. A few of us thought you were a goner. How you feeling? Uh, my my head hurts. <laughs> Everything hurts. Can you move your arms at all? <sighs> all right, shaky but good. Try making a fist. Okay, uh, try again. It feels um, heavy. Honestly, hon, I'm just glad you're back with us. 
We lost two folks last time. Would have been a shame. Lost them to what? What was that? Look, I don't know if I'd be the best at explaining. Vivian, I don't know how long I've been out, but I was, uh, when whatever it was hit me, I saw things. What did you see? I, 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 I don't know. It was... Just describe it as best as you can. It could be important. I saw trees. Tall pines. But there were things hanging off them. Like... Long ribbons. All over. I see. And and the light. There was something wrong about the light. The shadows weren't right. Uh... I think that's all I can really put to words. Good. Ah, that's good. That's good? What did I see, Viv? All right. I guess you're in it firsthand now. No sense dancing around it. Mr. McBannon. Calder. He's looking for a door. A door? Not in the usual sense. Not the kind you can see. His German friend there, Lars, he uh, cooked up some kind of radio location thing. Sends signals out trying to... Well, it, it's like a game of battleship, huh? Trying to suss out where things are. Takes a lot of power, which is where your dad comes in. Most of the time, Lars sends a signal and nothing comes back. Dead air. Miss. But when he gets a hit, well, you were there. Something comes back, and it ain't subtle or healthy. Calder knows roughly where and when to look. Don't know how he knows that, but he does. We did northern Ontario up near Smooth Rock Falls. That was a wash. Then this place called D Duggan Hill. We got a hit there, but we weren't prepared, and we lost some folks. By the time we got our shit together, it was too late. Door doesn't stay open forever. This time, though. This time, we've got it. That is the craziest shit I've ever heard. Sure, yeah, yeah, I thought so too. But you gotta ask yourself, what if Calder's right? Sure. Okay. And where's this door supposed to lead? Everywhere, dear. Who's there? Just me. Mr. Friedman. Lars is fine. Any movement? Nothing. Tree line's quiet. You're gonna want to watch where you step. What do you... Dead birds. On the ground, there, and there. Ah, I see. I suppose it was inevitable. Richard's daughter. She gonna be all right? Oh, yes. Llewellyn said she was awake. Very fortunate. She shouldn't be here. I'm not thrilled about it either. But Mr. McVeanan thinks it's a manageable liability. For now. You're not coming to relieve me, are you? I didn't peg you for guard duty. No, that's not my wheelhouse. I just needed some air. 
Hard to picture, isn't it? A hole in the world, just a short walk from us here. I can picture it just fine. Have you thought any more about Calder's proposal? Yeah, I told him no. I'm happy to stick around, hold down the fort, but going in there, I don't think I can do it. You're certain? Your previous experience might be quite valuable. I'm not going back in. I'm not. Hell, I don't even know why you're so keen to try it. I won't be. Not the first team, at least. I'll be monitoring from the Cedar Room, keeping contact. Maybe, once we understand it better, then I'll go walk into history. You must still think I'm lucky, don't you? I think you were the very definition of right place, right time. Oh, yeah? And what about my buddy Vincent? What about him? He was with me when I walked into history. And no one's seen him since. And you, you must have read what I told Calder about that place. The things I saw. Of course. And you still think we should try... We to- must. Not should, Mr. Crane must. The theories about where these paths might lead are too tantalizing to ignore. You could walk into the woods in any continent, walk out in another. If you walk out at all. Mr. Crane, if you're so terrified by what you experienced, why you... Quiet. What is it? A flashlight on the table, now. Richard? Yeah. She's sleeping. Vivian gave her something for the pain. You should rest. I'm fine here. Been here before, really. When she was... When Niev was in the hospital, but before the police came, it was there every day, just... sleeping in the chair beside her bed. They pulled all the glass from the windshield out of her face. Half of it was covered in bandages. And I said to... And I kept saying to myself, That's her. That's your daughter. And she still might not make it. Richard. The last conversation we'd had before she ran out of the house messed up her life. She'd called me a loser. And I guess I haven't really been proving her wrong since. I don't think that's true. You got any kids, Petra? (sighs) I think alone is better for me. But I have a niece in Toronto. Phoebe. I like to take her skating when I visit. Sounds nice. 
Well, try and get some rest. Will you look after her tomorrow? Of course. Thanks, Petra. Good night, Richard. Dad? Hey, kid. How are you feeling? <laughs> Terrible. Where is everyone? Trying to get some sleep for the most part. It's been a long night. We were all pretty worried about you. Okay. Okay, um... I, I think... I think I can walk. Niev! Let me just... Easy! Keep your voice down. Just... Just give me a hand. You need to rest, huh? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I can rest in the car. The car? <laughs> well, I don't think you, you want me driving. Dad, we gotta go. Okay, listen. These people? They're fucking crazy. That lady, Vivian? She was talking my ear off about a goddamn invisible door. Niev, I need you to- I really don't think it's just her either. Look, the car keys are in my jacket. If we go now- Niev! Sit. Down. <sighs> Dad. Dad. Come on. I need to tell you something. Tell me on the road. We're not leaving. But these people are completely insane. It's true, Niev. All of it. All of it's true. Dad. No. I was skeptical too, at first, but... But Calder... He did it. He really did it. Dad, Calder is it? And how do you explain what happened to you, huh? How do you explain what you saw? I, I can't, okay? I can't. But you honestly expect me to believe that you and your fucking crazy friends found a... a, a portal in the middle of nowhere? You? What's that supposed to mean? Forget it. We've got to no. go. No, you're going to tell me. You dragged me and mom halfway across the United States. Okay, listen. For months. Because someone convinced you aliens were going to land in New Mexico. Well, I didn't hear you complaining. I was 12, Dad. I just thought we were on a road trip. I didn't know you had a fucking problem. It's not a problem. I'm just trying you to... You just keep chasing this sci-fi bullshit over and over again because you think... I don't know. Maybe it'll make your life special. But it won't. That's where you're wrong. I'm not, Dad. Come back with me. Please. Mom's really worried about you. So's Grandpa. Your mother doesn't... Your mother doesn't care. She does, Dad. I can't. I can't leave. Nobody's allowed to leave. Dad. Because you're wrong, Niev. I'm gonna be part of the team. The first team through the door. What? Calder, me, a few others. We're gonna walk into the Thousand Paths, and I'm gonna be the one holding the camera. Me. This time, it's going to be different. I promise. Dad, give me the keys. You need to rest. Dad, give me the keys.